Good day, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here. It's a wonderful Saturday afternoon. We've got a couple of gentlemen here who are joining us today. We have Wilton and Barry. How are you doing, guys? Great, thank Good, you. Thank Great. you. Thank you very much for coming out. So the first thing I do, I'm going to ask you, give me your 30-second bio. Who wants to start? Oh, you're going to point. <laughs> the oh. pointing. We're going to yeah, go to so, Barry. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, so uh, my name's Barry Brown. I'm... Uh, musician, I play uh, keyboards, I play drums, do a bit of singing, I write songs. Um, been in cover bands for, for years, written my own songs for a lengthy period and uh, I wrote the lyrics and uh, a few of the songs for uh, our rock opera. Very nice, very nice. Wilton? Yeah, my, my name is Wilton. Um, been in uh, my own original bands uh, past 20 years, uh, usually formed them all. Guitar player, vocalist, keyboard player, composer, lyricist. Uh, yes, I've been bands on and off for the past 20 years. Um, for the rock opera, I did uh, a chunk of the music and uh, did some instrumentals on it um, and did singing of one of, the, uh, one of the character parts. Also did the production and the arranging. Very nice. That's great. And we're going to be listening to a few of your songs a little bit later in the show. Uh, the audience will have to excuse us a bit teeny out here because we, uh, we come to whoever is going to be interviewed. So we are sitting in the in a cafeteria right now because that was just easiest for everybody. So please excuse the tinniness of it. So um, before we get to learn more about you guys, we're going to play a few songs. Um, what shows uh, influenced you? Any, any shows that you liked or influenced? Any one of you. Um, I'm not a huge musical theater fan, but I really do love Jesus Christ Superstar. And that was pretty much, I've always wanted to do my own version of that in some way or form and uh, I had tried in the past and was horrible at the lyric at the lyric writing wasn't my thing even though I thought I was not too bad with the music um, it turned into another project um, the music I originally had written for it but um, after meeting Barry um, I decided to give it another try and uh, yeah so I, I think it turned out pretty good uh, yeah yeah very cool so what we'll do is we're going to listen to uh, something from jesus christ superstar so we're going to listen to some songs and we'll be right back with uh, barry and wilton welcome back to be our guest i'm jean paul Jovanoff here on musical theater radio and we are sitting here with barry and wilton who have written a great rock opera called do you remember me so how did the two of you meet to uh, create this musical um, well, I basically just put an ad in, I think it was, was it now a magazine or Kijiji? Kijiji, Kijiji. Uh, I actually put an ad in a few different places. Uh, yeah, probably Craigslist and Kijiji. Uh, looking for a lyricist because uh, I knew I wasn't really up for writing lyrics, lyrics for a rock opera. Most of the lyrics I wrote for my own projects are a lot more obscure and already fody and I knew for a theater thing you needed to be a lot more direct, right? You know, you needed to get your point across and that's not the way I write lyrically. So I put ads in the in the uh, um, online places and uh, Barry, Barry responded and uh, a few people responded but it clicked with Barry a lot better uh, and so yeah we made up we met up and we talked like we had no idea what we were going to write about um, and we just talked uh, about a bunch of uh, ideas and uh, you had a list of stuff didn't you yeah I, I, I put uh, like I did a mind map on it and of, of different topics that I thought thought might be good kind of subjects and uh, I had thrown in a rabbit-proof fence, which was uh, around uh, some Aboriginal children trying to escape from um, 
wasn't residential schools as such, which I don't think, but it was a, it, it was a movie on it anyway. And uh, we talked about that, and, and uh, we said, oh, yeah, that just sounds kind of interesting. And uh, then we did some research on it, and uh, we were horrified to find that this wasn't something that was you know, kind of unique there. It was happening in Canada to like the mid-70s even, and uh, it was in the States and all over the place, residential schools. And we figured, well, it seemed a good, good, good strong subject matter, and it was a case of then going away and, you know, trying to pull together a, a, like a plot for it, if you like, uh, the storyline, and then write the lyrics around it. Very nice. So when you were doing your research, um, did you have any other shows that you were thinking about, maybe topics you were doing, or did this one just catch your eyes so so much that you, you had to do it? Well, I actually, um, when I saw the list, um, I actually didn't know what Rabbit Proof Tents, I just thought it was a really quirky title. So I said, that's a weird title. You know, so the title actually got, so what is that? He sort of told me about it, and then I rented the movie, and it was like, holy, holy, wow, that's uh, pretty deep stuff. And I think as Barry said, you think, oh, wow, you know, well, uh, that wouldn't happen here in Canada because we're so great. You start doing the research, and you go, oh, boy, you know, we, we, far, we were far from, uh, far from innocent. Um, yeah, and so just doing research, or just I, I can't remember exactly, just different sites and that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty easy to find information on it. And, uh, and there's been other movies um, revolving around stuff like that. And um, one movie I saw was called The Magdalene Laundries. So it's, it wasn't Aboriginal children, but it was in, in, um, in Ireland. They were taking uh, young girls away from their families or girls that were considered impure or something and basically throwing them into these church-run schools and... Uh, you know, and uh, basically abused and all that, and in, in, all in the name of uh, trying to make them outstanding citizens. So, although in this case it wasn't Aboriginal, it was still children being forced into into these schools, basically to you know where they were abused, and yeah, all in the name of being turned into yeah, was, was, you know, better citizens. So, um, in a sense, so even though um, it's based on uh, the residential schools, it's also we sort of wanted to bring the idea that just you know, the whole children's thing, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like a specific story. It wasn't like we, we found a specific story about particular children or anything like that. It was more of a, uh, I wrote it in mind of just the whole concept of what had been going on and trying to put it into the, I guess taking the role of each of the different characters, so the government side of things who really thought they were doing a great job and it was the, the right thing to do for to the, the children that went through the horrors of it, to the parents that got, you know, where their families got pulled apart and just trying to, write the lyrics from each of those character views basically well that's great um what we're gonna do we're gonna listen to one of the songs we're gonna listen to children of a different kind from do you remember me This is Jean-Paul Jovanoff, and you are listening to Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Raider. We are sitting here with the uh, creators of Do You Remember Me, the rock opera, uh, Barry and Wilton. And I just wanted to ask you guys, um, what uh, were your musical influences? What uh, made you perk up when you heard this type of music? I think for me, um, Queen, Yes, Genesis... Um, all around that kind of uh, that era, so stuff that was kind of like you know arty stuff, but you know well played, complex uh, uh, music to it. Um, anything really that's got a, a, a very open taste, and it's got a really good melody to it, and, and, and sounds half decent. I'm, I'm willing to listen to. And um, I, you know, going back to um, listening to uh, Linda Ronstadt and Nelson Riddle. Um, and the sessions they, they did, I got the CDs from that, and the, 
the, the songs are just fantastically written. The melodies are, are brilliant. Uh, the arrangements are great. And uh, you know, I sometimes wonder if I you know, was born in the wrong era because it's just there's just some fantastic stuff from around that period. So it's a real wide you know, range. And then the rock, uh, Def Leppard and. Uh, a lot of other people around you know, from that era as well so pretty pretty varied really very cool and, and Wilson what's influenced you um, uh, some of it like what Barry has mentioned uh, I like uh, the progressive art rock uh, the the yes and the Genesis Marillion uh, some of the Jethro Tull uh, complex rock uh, rock that had uh, mixed other styles so like you know you know you know in Queen you know they mix some classical and some jazz uh, into their styles you know and the Beatles of course um, and it's actually through listening to some of those uh, those bands, like Queen, for instance, that I actually got a bit more into jazz music. Even though they weren't playing jazz per se, they were sort of taking jazz and making it more rock. But it uh, it caused me to listen to some more jazz. Um, and some of it's really interesting. Some of it's really good. You know, really good melodies and really good singing, uh, like Frank Sinatra. Excellent voice, clear voice. Um, oh, where's the guy that plays the Christmas song? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Oh my God! When you hear Bing Crosby, <laughs> David Bowie. You swear David Bowie loves Bing Crosby. I mean, David Bowie with that low, rich vocal sound is like so similar to Bing Crosby. Um, so that uh, I mean, you know, and and they didn't sing outside of the range or anything. And um, I think that's the great thing that I think, in my opinion, some rock singers could take from the old jazz crooners is that you know what, sing in your range. You know, don't try to always push your range because these old singers, they, they, they can probably sing these songs up until they're, 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 they die because, you know, their voice is not going to give out. Whereas you get uh, some of the, uh, the rock singers where they push the range, they can't hit the high notes anymore and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, so some of these old jazz crooners are beautiful, beautiful voices and I, I try to incorporate that into my music uh, occasionally also. Um, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so speaking of uh, great crooners, let's play something from Tommy. <laughs> nothing says crooner like that. All right, so here on Musical Theater Radio, we're going to be listening to a track from uh, Tommy. And that was Defying Gravity from Wicked. We are playing that because, you know, I've been talking to uh, Barry earlier, and he said it's one of the shows he'd seen. Uh, we are talking with Barry and Wilton, who have written the rock opera Do You Remember Me? Um, and thank you guys for coming out to uh, be a part of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Radio. So, Musical Theatre, uh, I know you're, you guys love the, the, the rock and, and the crooners and things like that, but let's tackle Musical Theatre a little bit. Uh, any shows that you guys have seen or enjoyed that might have influenced you or you just really liked? Uh, who else Enjoy. We, I, I went to see uh, uh, Wicked with my wife uh, last year, and that was excellent. It was, um, she's a huge wizard of... The Wizard of Oz fan, and I figured that'd oh, be kind of cool to go. And I was, I, I did check a bit of it out on YouTube to make sure it was going to be like horrendous. It was like, hey, this looks like it's pretty good, and it was. You know, the songs were really good, the vocalists were excellent, the the, the sets were great, and the way they moved the sets around. Um, so that was all pretty neat. And um, we were talking earlier. I said I think the the, the last musical I went to see before that was uh, in London when I lived in England and it was a Rocky Horror Show okay. it was like, like eons ago yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I've been listening to stuff um, you know recently um, I, I saw the the, the um, uh, movie Sweeney Todd the Stephen Sondheim uh, thing, and it's just excellent the songs are so unusual I think um, in the way that the guy writes 
And, and the use of, I mean, the, the people that he's got in the, in the movie scene, you've got you know, Johnny Depp, you've got Alan Rickman, uh, Helena Bonham Carter, not people mm. that you wouldn't naturally expect to go, hey, we're going to have you in a, a, a film musical. Uh, and, and they're excellent, the vocals, I, th- I, mean, I don't know what the stage plays like, but the, for me it all fits really, really well. And uh, obviously it's the original, I guess, pretty much the original story, but just the way that they pulled that together is, is, is great. Yeah, I love that show. It's yeah. a great show. What about you, Wilson? Um, I haven't seen a lot of actual musical theater. Um, I know some of the shows, like uh, I grew up with actually, I forgot about uh, Godspell. My mom had the record for that. Yeah, nice. And actually, uh, yeah, like a lot of the music uh, for the Godspell. Again, it's you know, rock oriented, so uh, that really uh, um, spoke to me. Um, yeah, and actually, you know what? I forgot about Sweeney Todd. My wife got the DVD of that. Uh, it was like a, a DVD of a stage play. I forget where it was from, but it was like, I, I forgot how raw it... I remember just now thinking of some parts, and the, the, the guy, I can't remember, the lead vocalist guy, he was like, some of those notes were like, wow, it's just very raw, like very, very, almost very rock and roll, like uh, uh, vocals, uh, vocal styles. Um, yeah, but as I said, I'm not a huge musical theater fan. It's more of a rock fan uh, who uh, likes his rock a bit more on the musical theater side <laughs> rather than musical theater on the rock side. We, we, we were talking um, earlier and uh, something because I've been listening to your other radio station and I've been having that on and, 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 and well I've been you know, on the PC and stuff and, and listening to it and uh, it, it's great because you've got so many different things that I haven't heard uh, you know in there so there's there's lots of you know, uh, musicals that are you know, I've, I've heard of and maybe heard the odd song and, then, and the fact that you're playing things that are, are not mainstream and it's like and there's things that I'm going wow this is this is really interesting I've not you know some of the subject matter we were saying you know, is, is kind of wow I wouldn't have thought of even thinking of, about writing a musical around that or that or the, the style of it and stuff and, and then there's some really good songs where I've gone you know gone and then checked out more from that because I, and again if I hadn't listened to the station I wouldn't have wouldn't have heard them at all so that's been quite an eye-opener really of the, the different styles and uh, things that are out there at the moment different types of musicals and all, just the different singing styles and you know stuff it's been really good very cool yeah there's so many different styles out there and, and from rock to pop to mm-hmm. hip-hop and nowadays anything goes right? mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Hamilton you know the big one uh, Dear Evan Hansen's really poppy and things like that so hopefully we're going to add uh, do you remember me to that list that i just said so we're going to play one of the songs we're going to play this is the way um from do you remember me here on musical theater radio be our guest And welcome back to Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Radio. I'm your host, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. We are on location out in Toronto downtown. We met up with uh, Barry and Wilton, the, the creators of Do You Remember Me? We, we had to find a nice central location. So if you hear anything in the background, you know what? That's just part of life, right? When you were uh, recording and meeting people. So you've written this rock opera. Now, I've written shows. I know it's not easy. Let's hear about the, the trials and tribulations you've had to deal with when, right from the beginning up until now. Um, you mean from, apart from fighting each other? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we, no, this, this was actually, a, from that perspective, it was painless. We yeah. got on extremely well with the whole thing. I don't think we disagreed on anything, but we, Wilton's going to tell you about some of the trials and tribulations. Yeah, it's more of my own semi-personal, you know, I mean, I... I you know, Barry was great. I mean, um, I wanted musically. I wanted to approach it differently. In the past, when I've written, I usually write the music first and then write the lyrics. And I was like, you know what? 
I want to see the lyrics first and see what I can write with that, you know. So that was um, different for me. So Barry would uh, send a bunch of lyrics, uh, and then I would write the music for it, which um, it didn't turn out too bad. Like the, I thought the writing, or I made rough demos, which, uh, you know, and I sent them back to Barry, you know, make sure he thought they were, you know, as, as far as a basic skeleton went, as, you know, make sure that he thought they went, uh, they went good. And he, he, he said he really liked it. Um, so that was how a lot of it was written. And then when it came down to doing the real recording, uh, I, I'd done all the demos to a click track, so I went over to Barry's to do the click track for him to play real drums. And I just developed tinnitus, like, literally weeks earlier. So I'm over at his house, pair of headphones, he's bashing away in the drums, and I got to say, Barry, we got to stop because my ears are going crazy. And basically, nothing happened for a year because I had to deal with tinnitus, which is the ringing in the ears. And that was, for the first year, the most... I wanted to take forks and <laughs> stab my ears. So that was the, that was the, that was the major holdup. I had a year to deal with that, both emotionally and just, just everything that goes... You know, you think you're never going to listen to music again. You think you're never going to hear properly again. You, think, you just think it's the end of the world when you hear this buzzing all the time. Um, so anyways, a year later, I came, came to, uh, to grips with it and all that. Barry got himself a, sort of an electronic drum kit. So then we uh, spent a weekend uh, recording the drums, which all went well. Uh, and then after that, it was um, a lot of it was the recording because even though I'd done the demos, um, I, I, I figure I, I consider myself a competent guitar player. Keyboard player is a bit more second. Uh, uh, it's always not second nature. It's more like fourth, fifth, seventh nature. So I had to come up with keyboard parts. So first I had to figure out what sound I wanted. Then I had to learn how to play that sound. Then I had to actually learn how to play it so it sounded good. So. It's almost like, you know, for one verse of one song would take me like, I don't know, an hour to do because, you know, guitar was no problem. I did all the guitar parts first because I knew what I wanted to hear, but keyboards just took a long time. And so as a result of that, that was about two years just doing those backing tracks for me. And on top of that, I had my own band happening, so I was d doing stuff with them. So it was just, uh, it was just a long process. Uh, then I finally got the bass player in. He laid down, I think, stuff in about two weeks or two or three weekends. That was done. And then the next thing was vocalists, finding vocalists. So, you know, that took another two-year period, trying to find the right vocalists, uh, trying to get people to donate their time. Uh, and, and we did. We got some people, and it was, it was great. And uh, that went fairly effortless. I mean, all the vocalists that came in did their, did their work. You know, they learned... The, uh, the, the, the stuff from the rough vocal uh, demos and uh, I gave them you know a pretty good free reign to you know to improvise on the basic melodies you know so uh, but that still took another two years and, um, and and in the end I got fed up and I just did one of the character voices myself <laughs> so, so how many years has this been now I'm trying to oh, well, two, two and two you're looking at about a ten year period wow you know, and uh, you know, poor Barry. I don't know. He, he, if he, if he was really frustrated or wanted to kill me, he never really showed it. So, you know, I thank him for 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 hanging on. And I mean, times have changed from ten year period just in the the whole music industry. And you know, I watched my piece of recording equipment, which was you know sort of, you know, when I when we started working on the rock opera, it was about two years old, and it was new to it being coming obsolete. Um, <laughs> like really, it's like wow, you know. So. So, you know, once we got all that done, then I had a, a friend master it, and that took a sort of on and off over the summer. Um, 
And that went good. So, that, so yeah, so we're looking at about a 10-year period. Uh, a lot of it, you know, I'll take the blame due to, uh, on my end, you know, but, you know, it's... it's it didn't feel like... Ten, oh, I mean, it might have for you, but it didn't feel like it was... It, it, you know, as you get older, time flies anyway, but it, <laughs> it, it didn't... It's only when we look back and it was like, is it really that long? And I started digging back to sort of like the original... I've got the original email and stuff yeah, yeah. We, when we traded emails to first get together, and it was like... Wow, really? 2008 or something, yeah. 2005 or something. Like, it's insane, yeah. you know. But uh, I think I think the good news is is that the the, the songs have, have stood the test of time. So even though yeah. they were, you know, it's been over a long period. It's not like we've we've looked at it and gone, oh, this wow, is, this is crap. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you just scrap this and start again. You know, yeah. it's it's. I think they've they've stood up really well. Um, you know, with that, which is good. And and as Wilton said, the uh, the vocalists have done a really good job. It's it's always interesting. I mean, I. Originally, I was, I was writing lyrics and stuff. I was getting someone else generally to sing, and then I've started writing. So, so I, I, I did. Um, uh, we did the, you know, the melodies for most of it. I did about five songs where I wrote the, the whole thing, and so I'd done guide vocals and stuff and, and things. But it, so it was gonna, It was interesting to hear somebody else um, sing it because I knew how I was gonna gonna do it. And uh, like I said, it gave them a bit, a bit of you know, freedom there to, uh, you know improvise a bit with and I, and I think they did really good and the same with it, it's, it's always different when you get you pass your lyrics to somebody else to put, mm. you know, put the music to and you think well you know, when we first did it it was like well I knew what Wilton stuff was like and I really liked it and it's like well, I wonder how this is coming and you were doing the same thing and mm. with yours it's like is he going to like this and it was it's, it turned out really good that's yeah. a nice that's a nice thing about you the type of music you're the rock opera it's almost timeless like yeah. you can't tell when it was written or mm. how it was written a lot of shows a lot of songs they're dated let's be honest it's hard to tell but the nice thing about this it's I listen to the songs and when was it written it doesn't matter because mm. it's, it's got that quality of classic rock which is timeless yeah. and it's great and, and, and because of that we're going to let you the creators choose the next song so out of your show would you rather hear Arrival, Believe, or Lost? Believe. Believe? That's actually one of my favorite songs. Barry wrote the whole thing, but I, 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 think, it's a great, I think it's a great song. Great song. <laughs> what, a, what a pal. <laughs> I do. I really like it. I really like it. So we're going to play Believe from Do You Remember Me here on Be Our Guest on Musical Theatre Radio. And that was Can't Help Loving That Man from Showboat, a great classic song. I'm Jean-Paul Yovanoff here on Musical Theatre Radio's Be Our Guest. And again, we are here with Wilton and Barry from the rock opera, the creators of Do You Remember Me? Now, we in the last segment, we talked about um, the, the, the trials and tribulations of writing the show. Now, it's, 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 you've got the demos created. It's gotten written. How, how and where do you want to take it from? Like, do you have any nibbles? Have you talked to people? What would you like to see? Um, well, ideally, we'd like it performed on stage. Um, we've had a few nibbles. I think Barry's got some uh, friends who have uh, sort of been in the industry, um, so he's been talking to them. Um, I mean, just like any, uh, I guess, any uh, you know, show business, it's it's tough. It's tough, right? You know, it's very tough. So you know, you get all the nibbles you can and hope it turns into something. Um, but uh, we do have a script. Uh, one of my friends, who's uh, sort of in the theater business, was uh, nice enough to uh, to do a script for us, which was really great because I think it really th there's things you don't think of when you just write the music and the lyrics, right? And he pointed out a lot of stuff, like okay, well, you know, it might work great for the songs, but 
you know, um, which character is actually singing to which character, even though we might think it has, you know, he might say yes, but if they're singing, if they're doing that in this song, what are they doing in the next song? So sometimes when it came to the script, we had to change a few things, I think, like, um, not so much the lyrics, just more the context, a a few, and I think we changed the order, I think, of one or two of the songs, I think, just to make it more for, to make it more flow. But once he did that and all that, it's just like, yes, now this is, now here's the, now it's a story, you know, like it's a real story that really holds together. So we've been, um, mainly Barry, but we've been uh, contacting people and sending out uh, stuff to different uh, university uh, theater programs, and I've been contacting some high school theater programs, you know, we, we, you know when Barry's been... Yeah, I've been, I've been kind of, uh, I'm one of those people that doesn't go to bed very early and wife disappears and I go head down into the basement and I'm I'm sure in the web trying to find you know potential contacts and you know people that I think might have an interest you know in, in, in performing this or you know staging it or whatever and so the web's great for that and it's it's just trying to I guess trying to find the right person at the right time it's just you know so it, it, uh, which again isn't easy even with the web it's not easy but it's it's uh, it does make life a little bit easier from the point of um, you've got that access that you wouldn't have otherwise to, you know, perhaps, you know, particular people, whether it is at universities or whether, mm. you know, uh, theatre companies and, and things like that. And um, a lot of it's kind of trial and error and you, you know, you don't hear anything back, which is fair enough. I don't yeah. expect to, but, you know, it's, uh, you yeah, know, we, we're trying, we're trying, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's not an easy haul. I, I've had no. to do it and, yeah, it's it's a little bit of luck and a lot of perseverance and yeah. keep yeah. plugging away. And the nice thing is, if you want to learn more about this show, you can head to our website, uh, musicaltheaterradio.com. If you go to our sampler page, you'll be able to see this show and many others and find out any contact information. So if you want to get a hold of Barry Roden, um, just go to the page and their email and their website and all that information is there to check out the show, learn more about it. Because we would love to see it on stage. And, and if it happens, let us know. Because okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. we will plug the crap out of it. Because <laughs> we always want to help new up-and-coming shows survive and grow. And, and, and I want to see them on stage. All right? Thanks, so, thank you. No problem. Hey, that's what we're here for. We love helping you guys. Um, so we're going to swing to one more song before we let these guys go. It's, uh, we're going to play a little bit of Close to You, a little Burt Bacharach, uh, to take us into the next part here on Musical Theatre Radio. All right, we are nearing the end of Be Our Guest for this Saturday. My name is Jean-Paul Jovanoff. I am the host, and I want to thank uh, Wilton and Barry, the creators of Do You Remember Me, the rock opera, for coming in and spending some time with me and, and telling me a little bit about their, their lives and their show and, and the trials and tribulations of putting on and creating a musical. So thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. Thank you very thank much. You're very welcome. No great. problem. Um, so if you want to learn more about their show, you can head to our website, like I said before, uh, musicaltheaterradio.com. Musical Go to the uh, sampler platter section and you can learn more about how to contact, learn more about the synopsis and all that fun stuff. Listen to the radio because we'll be playing songs all the time from theirs and other great shows. But before we go, I have five questions to ask you guys. And it's just quick answers, whatever off the top of your head. You can say them at the same time, whatever you want to do. It's just a little, little find out a little bit about you and, and you know whether we like you or not. <laughs> well, the last question is the one whether I like you or not. Okay, ready? Yep, Here we go. Yep. Question number one, Sondheim or Weber? Weber. 
Sondheim. Ooh, you guys work well together. Um, I don't know if you know this one. Dear Evan Hansen or Come From Away? Uh, I've only heard one track from Dear Evan Hansen. I, well, a couple of tracks, actually, and they're actually very good, and I've not heard anything from the other one. Okay, so, well, yeah, I, I yeah. will catch you some yeah. flack on that one. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, jukebox musicals, good or bad? Hmm. It's a jukebox musical. It's basically where they take, um, like, Mamma Mia, where it's all ABBA songs, or oh, uh, yeah. something like that. Mm. I, think, all, yeah. I think good for, for certain people that like, you know, listen to the greatest hits albums and stuff like that, but I, I guess there's not, um, to be fair, I haven't seen any of the shows, but I'm guessing there's, there's not a lot of innovation in there. There's nothing, you know, it's just like, let's throw these songs together because people like them. Yeah, I, I, I would much prefer hearing original material. Yeah. Like, do you remember me? Yeah. Maybe yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Musicals from movies, good idea or lazy? Hmm. Uh, lazy, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Again, I, I, I would prefer to see a, an original idea on stage rather than just rehash the yep. movie. I, I guess it, a lot of it's one of those usual things. It, it depends on how well it's done yeah. as to whether it's good. But yeah, it probably is a probably. I think we'll go lazy. I think we'll agree on that one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Last question. Most important question. Food in the theater, yes or no? No. Yeah, I'd probably say no. Correct answer. <laughs> Just let you know. Correct answer. Uh, I can have you back at some point. Okay. <laughs> I will keep playing your songs. Why not? I like the crinkly little oh, apples. Oh, yeah. Man, there's a drive. Oh, the popcorn on the floor. Yeah. The drink. I'm just... I will rant if I keep going on this. Yeah, yeah. All that, right. That, <laughs> that or, uh, or people that go to the shows and then want to talk through it. Oh, oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. You, want, you want to check? Go to the bar. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, for sure. Or at the, when they come in, there's a big bucket. Throw your phone in. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those people drive me insane. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, thank you, Barry and Wilton, for uh, joining me here today. I know we improvise. We're out in... Uh, a cafeteria but you know what we come to you we do whatever we can to help you guys promote your show so uh once again barry wilton do you remember me uh again thank you guys no, thank you very much thank you. great thank you no problem that was be our guest here on musical theater radio i am your host john paul yovanoff we will see you again next saturday with a whole new guest list all right enjoy the rest of the songs and we'll see you next week We love supporting and promoting the creators of musical theatre throughout the world, and we would love to have your support as well. Go to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the Become a Patron button, because a supportive community is a strong community.